Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Laura Agafiti. She is a strategy and design consultant for the health and wellness industry. I have Katerina von Maydell. She helps business leaders build disruptive business models and define key leverage points to create powerful change and impact using a process of systemic organizational and human evolution. And I have Claire Schwartz. She is a grief coach and trauma healing expert, demystifying and destigmatizing grief and trauma healing, working with individuals, organizations, and families. The question I have today, how should anger be expressed in the workplace? Katerina, what do you think? It is a very big question that um, I think doesn't have a finite answer. There's a few things I would say about anger is number one is we always have to recognize where's the anger coming from. The more that we understand what's causing our anger, the more we'll be able to recognize how we can use the power of our anger or how we can turn our anger into something valuable, useful, constructive. And we also have to be very, very context dependent or context aware, which basically means we have to think about what industries are we in? Who are we relative to the other people? What are the cultures of those industries? What's the purpose we're trying to achieve among many other questions that we need to answer or at least think about and consider before we really figure out what the right way is to use anger, whether we want to show it, whether we want to hide it, how we want to show it, if that's the right way to go. One of the most important frames around this is always what's the goal? Um, because some people just sort of want free reign to just express whatever they feel and it can get flailed about and knock over the furniture and whoever else might be in the way. And I, I never want to uh, discourage someone from expressing their true emotions, but there has to be a dial that can be adjusted so that you have said your piece, said your truth, but keeping in mind what's the goal that you're trying to achieve and how you're managing this particular equation. Is that serving your goal or have you just made it worse? That sudden silence in the room may now be another problem that you have to think about. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree with both Claire and Katarina. Anger is such a powerful emotion. And sometimes in most of the culture, I've seen it as a negative emotion that you should hide it, you should suppress it, which I feel it's going to make it even worse if you do that, especially in the workplace, because you get frustrated, you feel you don't feel seen and uh, heard. I think the way you should handle this is uh, try to be as much as possible self-aware, try to analyze where it's coming from, but also, as Claire said, the goal. So if you are specific and straightforward when you address this, Try not to generalize so much because that can get to a point that you exaggerate the events that it's not even about what's happening in, in that situation. It's about something more. So we escalate the situation and it just gets worse. If you have this structure that you are self-aware and also try to uh, be as specific and objective as possible, it's going to bring more results in the way you communicate your feelings and then you can also resolve all these situations that are problematic that needs to be resolved and addressed at some point. What I'm hearing each of you say is pay attention, be aware, don't just fly off the handle. Anger comes with so many different flavors. You can feel insulted, disappointed, frustrated. I think the first thing is figure out what is actually going on and then 
what do you do then? If someone at the top of the ladder, regardless of gender, if that person gets angry with you, your livelihood is at stake. That's one of the reasons that in the workplace environment, that is extraordinarily threatening. That threatens your, your paycheck, your family, your health and safety. It, it can depend on where that, that person falls, but of, of course, there's, there's power dynamics in every uh, context. As Katerina rightly said, that the, the, the context matters hugely in every instance. And there's another context of history, our history in that environment and our personal history before we even came into that environment and trauma, what our rules are around being angry and expressing anger. And yes. generally, as a general statement, as women, we're not allowed to feel angry, let alone express it. So yes. when women express it, it actually can be really dangerous and it's in really weird ways you know, compared to how men express it, right? We, and also we tend to internalize it more than men do because it's so deemed not acceptable for us to show it. Mm -hmm. But there's other elements of anger as well that are sort of related to trauma, but don't necessarily come from trauma, yeah. which is... How do we process information based on experiences that we grew up with? If that's the pattern that you grew up with, then that's how you'll be more likely to react in the workplace as well. When you come from that unhealed um, pattern and you bring that to the workplace, then where you fall in the hierarchy becomes even more important. Yeah. Mm. And so if you come in at in a place of towards the top of the ladder and you are able to freely swing that around, that becomes an issue for everybody below you and around you. My question here is because I hear both of sides, the, the person that doesn't have any trauma and has grown up in a, a healthy environment, and we have the other person who uh, suffered uh, a lot of uh, things in their childhood. How do we approach this? How do we ask better questions? Do we stop? and try to find the root of the cause or we just dismiss it because from what you're talking here, it <laughs> sounds like a really good scenario, but in reality, in the workplace, even in my old job, this didn't happen like that. So how, mm. how do we approach this in the real life? There's um, a lot of research around adverse childhood experiences, yep. which is called the ACEs score. Instead of asking the question of what's wrong with you, Start, be curious and ask the question, what happened to you? What happened to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And both asking that question, what happened to you in the moment? Mm -hmm. And if the circumstances are right, what happened to you in the past? And obviously in a work situation, it's not the leader's job to be therapeutic. Yeah. Um, they should be asking the question of what happened to you in that moment and how do I support you better or whatever the best next questions are. And for us as individuals to then find people to work with where we can start asking the question of what did happen to us and how do we start grieving and healing? But the reality is in the workplace, a lot of us are kind of islands and we have to do it on our own. And one yeah. thing that I found that has worked for me well in the past, if I was just able to say, I am angry <laughs> and I need a break, yeah. that usually was enough yeah. to kind of say, okay, we're going to kind of kind of let this set. And I think that that's what people really need is how do I handle it in the moment? I think, again, it's very contextual. I've yeah. worked in environments where I would never have admitted that I was angry because it would have meant that I lost, mm. right? It's, it's a power yep. game. 
But yes. I've also worked in environments where then people would rally around and say, okay, what do we need to do? Mm -hmm. But really what you need to do is first recognize it yourself, whether you admit it to other people is, is context dependent, but you have to admit it yourself and then develop some coping strategies just so you can get your physiology to calm down so that you can get your brain, your rational side to sort of kick back in again. And then you sort of have to figure out what's next. So having those tools available is extraordinarily important in, in any context, not just in the work environment, right? And that's, that's often the piece that's lacking. You need something that's much more sometimes elegant. It has to be languaged differently. It has to be framed differently. And sometimes we do need that moment to step back and go, mm, hold on a second. Let me rummage through the toolbox. I know there's something here I can use that's going to serve me better than slamming the door and a string of expletives that's just not going to serve the circumstances. It's a craft. It's a skill. And it is learnable. I'm still learning, to be honest. So it's been a journey for me. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think I've got better since I reached out for help as well. I think mm -hmm. it's very important, like Katarina said, to become very self-aware and start understanding what the problem is before reacting. And then from there, I try to put myself in different contexts and see why I reacted like that in the past and how can I react differently this time and what was the source that triggered me. So if it would be something, an advice that I would give is try to discover yourself and try to put yourself in certain situations just to discover what triggers you. I can have different responses but if I have these tools in my bag now and I kind of uh, build a, a defense system, it's easier for me to, to adapt in the world. For well, sure. this is a really broad subject. Um, we barely, barely touched it. Thank you for having this conversation with me. I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.